Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Hey everybody, what is going on? Welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Happy to be here. I hope that everybody's having a great day. I've got Gabe Reynolds on the show. He is going to join me later. Just a reminder that you are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key, and we are brought to you by Ivy Park Sports Bar and Grill, Go Jump In Slide Inflatables, and Backwoods Barbecue. We've got a great show for you. Going to recap the NBA Finals. The Atlanta Braves make it seven in a row. They are now seven back of the New York Mets. Are they starting to make their push for a playoff run? Going to get into some local sports to Columbus. Bobby Howard steps down as the St. Ampicelli's baseball coach as he takes on another coaching position in Florida. And we have the Super Regionals. Auburn trying to make it to the College World Series for the first time since 2019. But the number one overall seed, the Tennessee Volunteers, is taking on Notre Dame as they're trying to reach the College World Series. And Oklahoma puts up a 16 spot in the Softball World Series championship against Texas. They defeat them 16-1. to All right, so tonight we have Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals in the NHL. You have the New York Rangers taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning all tied up at two apiece. But I'm going to talk about game three that happened last night in the NBA Finals. The Boston Celtics, they win over the Golden State Warriors. They defeat the Golden State Warriors 116 to 100, even though the Warriors outscored them in that third quarter. In fact, went on a seven point possession. They climbed back into the game, took the lead, but Boston just too much defense. Too much Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. It seems like they're the two best teams. It seems like they're the two best players left in this finals. Steph Curry did have a good game, 31 points. If the Warriors are able to steal a game in Boston, I still think that the Warriors have a a chance to win the NBA Finals in seven games. But it is hard when you have every player on the Boston Celtics playing tough and physical defense. Draymond Green was a non-factor. The Warriors didn't get anything from their bench. And Robert Williams has shut down the interior offense for the Golden State Warriors. Game four will be this Friday night. And hopefully, if the Warriors can win that one, it's going to make for a crucial game five back in San Francisco. The Warriors don't want to go down three to one. I still think this is a very even NBA Finals, but the Boston Celtics just imposed their will on the Warriors in Game 3. How about those Atlanta Braves? The Braves are rolling. They sweep the Oakland Athletics. They defeat the A's 13-2, and they have won seven straight games. They get ready for a four-game series with the Pittsburgh Pirates at Truett's Park. 
But let me tell you something. This Braves team, they're seven back of the New York Mets. The Mets have lost two in a row. This is the team that the Braves are going to have that could be a very dangerous team going into the postseason because their bats are starting to come alive. And I think the Atlanta Braves can make it back to the postseason and go on a run to compete for a World Series title. They have all the right pieces in place, and they are peaking at the right time. That is the key. The key there, it is important to know that they are peaking at the right time. All right, before I get Gabe Reynolds on the show, there's a couple announcements I want to make on the sports beat. I just want to remind everybody that on June the 24th, it's the golf tournament to support Russell County High football. That's going to be at the Lakewood Golf Course in Phoenix City. On Saturday, June the 25th, from 8.30 to 12, you have Isaiah Crowell's annual football camp at Shirley Winston Park. You'll have some Columbus Lions there, brought to you by Sports Visions, the Lions, PMB Broadcasting, Chick-fil-A. Registration starts at 8 o'clock. There's going to be free food, drinks, and fun. You know, I'm hoping, just hoping, because I plan on having a sports documentary on Isaiah Crowell. I would just love for him to be a guest on the podcast. Isaiah Crowell had a very good high school career at Carver. Went on to play running back at the University of Georgia and Alabama State. And uh, injuries slowed him down in the NFL. But when he was healthy, he was a very good running back. Almost ran for 1,000 yards. He played running back for the Cleveland Browns and the New York Jets. He last played with the Raiders but got injured. And he's trying to rehab to come back. He hasn't officially retired from the NFL. But he's trying to rehab that injury so he can make a comeback into the National Football League. And he is such a great ambassador for football. He gives back to the community, comes back to Columbus, and hosts his football camp. Of course, every Thanksgiving, he comes back and gives away turkeys. So Isaiah Crowell, I'm going to have a sports documentary on Isaiah Crowell in a couple of weeks. In fact, leading up to his football camp, I'm going to have a sports documentary on Isaiah Crowell. So I'm looking forward to that. And who knows? Maybe I could get him on the podcast. All right, I think it's time to bring Gabe Reynolds on the show. So stick around. Don't go anywhere. When I come back, I'll have Gabe on the show. Welcome back to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Just a reminder that you are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key. And we are brought to you by Ivy Park Sports Bar and Grill, Go Jump and Slide Inflatables, and Backwoods Barbecue. I've got Gabe Reynolds on the show, and I've really been wanting to talk NBA Finals. Last night, the Boston Celtics take a 2-1 series lead over the Golden State Warriors. Your thoughts on the finals so far, and how do you see this series turning out? Man, first off, I want to say, hey, glad to be back on. Uh, man, NBA Finals, what I always say, it's not a fight until a real team wins. Went into San Francisco in the Golden State. Boston is bringing their A game and everything. They are challenging the Warriors, who are very finesse. They don't have the physicality. And if the old saying goes, offense sells tickets, but defense wins championships. And Boston's coach has brought that. He's brought that San Antonio Spurs mentality to the Boston uh, Celtics. Yeah, Derek White used to play for the Spurs. Clearly, Jason Tatum, at times, seems like the best player in the NBA. 
he could just get his shot anytime he wants. Jalen Brown. Like you, you, you went out for a good, a good minute. You said it best. The Boston Celtics did get game one in San Francisco. Can the Golden State Warriors steal one in Boston? I think they can. I think I, I think Golden State is going to uh, regroup. They're going to look at some things. I'm going to tell you like this. Draymond Green has got to play. Draymond had two points and played 40 minutes last night. He had no – his efficiency rating is not good at all, okay? Golden State's got to get more from Jordan Poole. They got to get more from Draymond, and they got to get more from the bench. It can't be Wiggins. It can't be Steph. And it can't be Clay. Because if you look on the other side, Boston is giving you more than just Tatum and Brown. You're getting scoring from Grant Williams, uh, Reggie Williams, Marcus Smart, Al Horford. You got balanced scoring on the up with Boston. But if you look at what happened in game two, Golden State was able to figure some things out and exploit some mismatches. They they're gonna have to do that again. I think they got to get game three because if they go down 3-1, it's going to be hard to uh, hard to win. You're absolutely right. I'm now thinking that the Boston Celtics are going to win this series in six. After watching game three, I thought that the Celtics were clearly the better team, the more physical team. They were getting a lot of second-chance points. They were out-hustling the Warriors, out-rebounding them, and in that first half, they just could not miss. Now, the Warriors did go on that run. They had a crazy seven-point possession when Steph Curry got fouled and made the four-point th- the four-point play, and then it was a flagrant one. They got the ball back, and Golden State, just like that, in a matter of seconds, scored seven points. They dominated that third quarter, but the Boston Celtics held the Warriors to just 11 points in that fourth quarter. I'll say basketball is a game of run. You're it, 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 no lead is ever really safe. All it, you know, even if you're down 20, all it takes is with Golden State, you can be they can be down 25, and then in two minutes they be up by five. That's all. All it is just a game of run. Boston's deep. Boston is bought in wholeheartedly to the defense. They have truly bought in to the defense, and I think that's what's going to be the difference. If Boston wins this, they don't have to be flashy. They don't have to score a lot of points. What they got to do is just continue to play defense. Live by the three, die by the three, but defense wins championships, and this is where we're at. We're in the finals. I know that it seems like that the Warriors would have the coaching advantage with Steve Kerr that has won three titles, but Ime Adoka, let me tell you something about this guy, Gabe. It seems like he's out coaching Steve Kerr. He is right on target and really it starts from the top with brad stevens making the right moves getting a Derek white getting grant williams getting robert williams uh pritchard coming off the bench i mean the boston celtics have players everywhere and they're playing hard they're playing hard but you know what like it goes back to it, it goes it really goes back to your your relationship with your player look at you know, those players, at one point in the season, Boston was 21-21. and 21. They were 500. Everybody was questioning whether the, the Celtics would make the playoffs or, or anything like that. Like I said, Boston, they bought in. 
and they bought in and they fully committed to what was going on. That's all you can ask for as a buy. You got to have total buy-in. And once Tatum bought in, Brown bought in, Smart brought in, Orford bought in, it became a every it, it, it trickled all the way down to the to the last person on the bench. Everybody bought in. They stayed put at the trading deadline. They didn't go add nobody. They they just bought in and now they're playing for a championship. Golden State Golden State still has the pieces, but was Golden State ready to make this jump right now? Were they gonna were they supposed to be here next year? They actually I actually think they got here a year early. Golden State benefited from Dallas beating Phoenix. Golden State beat Memphis, but they weren't at full strength. Does does Golden State beat Memphis with a healthy John Morant? I don't know. I don't know. So these are the these are the things that you know you look at, but that's neither here nor there. You you that's why you play the game. And Boston is playing. He, he, they're they're playing. I don't take nothing away from the Warriors just yet, but Boston is still playing. And the Warriors, they're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be there. They're not gonna just roll over. They're gonna fight. I, I'm with you. I think I think it's Boston in six, but it may be Golden State in seven. You never know. I gotta tell you though, it's been a very exciting NBA finals. Two different styles of play. The Boston Celtics kind of remind me of a team the 2004 Detroit Pistons you remember that team Gabe oh yeah they were just they they were a bunch of I ain't gonna say a bunch of nobodies but they just played hard and played together and I'm not gonna say they don't have any Hall of Famers because I believe Chauncey Billups is a Hall of Famer he he was the NBA Finals MVP but if you look at that team they had Chauncey Billups Rip Hamilton Tayshaun Prince Ben Wallace and Rasheed Wallace. Oh, there you go. Ben Wallace is a Hall of Famer. So they do have some Hall of Famers on that team that won a championship. They were just the most obscure championship team I've ever met because the Lakers were a heavy favorite. They had Gary Payton, Kobe Bryant, Carl Malone, and Shaquille O'Neal. But you had two ball-dominant guards, and then you had two ball-dominant Pope. That was why that team lost. They didn't know how to share the ball. And it also didn't help them that they had the 2-3-2 format. The, the Pistons were able to steal one in Los Angeles and the Lakers just could not win a game in Detroit and the Pistons won in five. Yeah, I remember that because I was in basic training and I, we finally got the newspaper and we were all shocked that LA lost. We were all surprised. Yes, 2004, such a long time ago. But, yeah, that this team, the Boston Celtics, and if they win, this is going to be their 18th title. They would overtake the Lakers. You might as well. I mean, you've had some great Boston Celtics players. Obviously, Bill Russell, John Havlicek, Bob Cousy, Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett. Now you can add Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. One of these days, their numbers are going to be hanging at the rafters at the Garden. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And and and, and like you said, shout out to Brad Stevens, and, and another shout out to Danny Ainge. Yeah, like Danny Ainge stepped out of his role into another role, 
and elevated Brad Stevens before he did it. So it, it worked to perfection what they were trying to do and keeping everybody in play. And, of course, the Boston Celtics core players stayed together. All those Celtics teams that lost in the Eastern Conference Finals and the Boston Celtics, I mean, they – I mean, it's not over yet, but they got a 2-1 series lead. I feel they got the momentum in this series over the Golden State Warriors. And uh, I think it, it's just been a great series so far. Yeah, it, it, it's been it's been a good series, and I think it's going to get even better. I, like I said, I think I, I, I expect it to go – I think I expect Golden State to win the next one. But I can't, I can't uh, put it past Boston because they got the home crowd behind them to go up three-one. I would love to see it go seven. That would be my ideal. Would love to see it do that. All right, I got ten minutes. I think we went about five. I mean, we could keep this short, if, short if you want. Is there any other sports topics you want to talk about? Let's talk about this golf, man. Oh, the LIV, I know. Man, let's, talk, the, let's, talk about, let's talk about the PGA suspending players. All these players. The all right, Gabe, let's talk about this LIV because I know you're passionate about this. All these golfers suspended from the PGA like, Tour. What? Like, I'm, like I'm, I'm cutting on SportsCenter. Like, what is going on in the PGA? Like, they get a little competition and everybody want to go play. You know what? We're going to suspend you indefinitely. Wait a minute. You done suspended Sergio, Phil Mickelson. You done suspended a bunch. You ain't suspended no nobodies. You done suspended some of your top players. What is going on with the PGA Tour today? I said on the show yesterday, this LIV golf tour kind of reminds me of the 1980s when the USFL was poaching top college players to go play in the USFL. You had Herschel Walker playing the New Jersey Generals. And this LIV is competing with the PGA Tour, but they got the money. They're throwing big money at these golfers. So are they really competing with them, or is this like another league? It, look, it looks like it might be another league. Because, I mean, they got, you know, they got another, they got a smaller, lower-tier golf golf league. Like, no, like, no, competition is good. We want it. Bring it. Don't suspend them. Let them play both. Yeah. I would agree. You have on the senior tour that play in the PGA Tour. I mean, you got... Masters champions that get a lifetime exemption to play at the Masters. I mean, Larry Mize is not playing like competitively in the, on the PGA Tour, but he still gets to play in the Masters every year. Right. I I, I don't I, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like they they over they made something big over nothing. Like let them go, see how it does. It breeds competition. You're gonna get new blood anyway. Like, yeah. you don't have to suspend anybody from the tour. Come on, man. Don't nobody watch golf that much to be, like, suspending people from the tour. This ain't, ain't like they was. Now, Phil Mickelson, I understand, but who doesn't gamble on golf while you play? I think the only reason you play golf is to gamble and talk business. How many how many business deals done went down on the, on the golf course? Absolutely right. Uh, did you happen to see the match? Or were, are I you did. a fan? Oh, see, 
I did watch. What What'd you think of probably the four biggest names at quarterback going up against each other in golf? I like it. It bring it, it brings attention. It brings ratings. Like if you're if you're the PGA Tour, you're trying to figure out a way to market the match. Don't get mad because of LIV. That's I mean that's that's that's. Saudi Arabia, they playing one event in the States. Everything else is in Saudi Arabia. But the PGA, you got the British open. That's over in, that's over in Scotland and in Europe. Don't get mad. Hey, let, them, let them do what they're going to do. Of course, we have the U.S. Open coming up. It, it's This is a big deal because they're not going to be able to play in majors. I mean, this is huge. Uh, we all know – we already know that Tiger Woods is not going to play in the U.S. Open. I think the U.S. Open – is doomed for a ratings disaster. Yeah, it, 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 it's not going to be. It's not going to go too well. Hey, Gabe, guess what? Uh, we'll say this before we go. Uh, Gabe, guess what? Did you know that we are a hundred days? We are less than a hundred days away from the opening week of college football. I cannot wait. Oh, I am excited. Of I course, cannot wait. The preseason, Alabama is going to be the preseason number one. I actually got on my show and I actually predicted that Alabama would beat Ohio State in the national championship because you have the two best quarterbacks in college football, Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. I don't know, man. You know, hey, you can't never put in the – I can't give Alabama a free pass just yet. They still got to play the SEC schedule. They do have a tough schedule. They got to play at Arkansas. They got to play at LSU. It's going to be the first time that Nick Saban is going to face Brian Kelly in the SEC. I know he faced him in the national championship in 2013. They do have a tough schedule, but Alabama can get it done. Uh, what do you think about that game against Texas? That's going to be an interesting, a real interesting game. That that one is going to that one is the one that I'm most I'm most excited about. Oh, I am too. I'm most excited about that. That's a, that and, that's, and that's a week two game. That's a noon kickoff too. It's going to be big 12 noon kickoff. Your announcers are probably going to be Gus Johnson. Oh, he's, he finally gets to call an Alabama game. I, I love Gus Johnson as a play-by-play announcer. Uh, that's going to be great. It's going to be on Fox. It's going to be amazing. Alabama finally gets a game on Fox. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know why. They won't make that a night game on Fox. I know. I know. They they already – I'm a Georgia fan, but I'm a realist. They're not going to repeat as national champions. They just lost way too many people on their team. I think they go – I think they're going to have two losses. They're going to lose to Mississippi State in Starkville. Remember, they got Will Rogers. Mike Leach likes to pass the ball 50 times. I don't think Georgia's going to be ready for that. I think Starkville – I think Mississippi State pulls off the upset in Starkville over Georgia, and I think Georgia loses to Bama in the SEC championship. That gives them two losses, and I don't, I don't think they make the college football playoff. I actually think you're gonna have you're gonna have an undefeated Oklahoma, you're gonna have an undefeated Ohio State, an undefeated Alabama, and an undefeated either Clemson or USC. I think for the first time in the college football playoff era. We're going to have multiple undefeated teams, possibly even four. I don't think the guy that they hired from Clemson was the right guy. Yeah, me too.
I think, but at the same time, you got to do what you got to do. You try to keep your recruiting class intact, just not just not there. Just well, Also, Oklahoma does have an easy schedule, too. Yeah, but, I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll get somebody else, but I don't think he's going to last much longer. And before I let you go, Gabe, I know the game of the century. Let's just dub that the game of the century. Jimbo Fisher versus Nick Saban. That is going to be the biggest football game since Tom Brady went to New England. What do you think is going to happen in that game? How ugly is it going to get? And is it personal with Nick Saban? Is he going to try to run up the score on Jimbo in Tuscaloosa? Mm, Nah. The commissioner has stepped in. The media is going to play it up more than anything. I don't think when they get together, they're going to discuss it. They're not going to talk about it. They're going to let it. They're going to let it go, and just go play football and settle it on the field. The media and the hype around it. They're going to make it more of a big deal than anybody else. I cannot wait for that game. Of course, I'm going to be really excited about that I'm game trying to as get well. Tickets. Oh, I'm trying to get tickets. I'm trying to be there. That. Oh, wow. That would be amazing. Hey, before I let you go, you know, they have the nominees for the College Football Hall of Fame. And, of course, Tim Tebow is one of the nominees. You have Mark Rigg. But what about D'Angelo Williams? I know you're from Memphis. Do you remember when D'Angelo Williams played for the University of Memphis? Yes. Yes, I do. I went to a game but when I first moved to Memphis in 2005. First time in the Liberty Bowl. In fact, it was my first ever college football game. Memphis was playing UAB on a Tuesday night, a rare Tuesday night game. <laughs> D'Angelo Williams rushed for over 200 yards. There were signs. D'Angelo for Heisman. He was just running all over the Liberty Bowl, and they could not stop him. Yeah, he D'Angelo was a good, key, a, a good, very, really good player. It's a great honor for him to uh, be nominated for the Hall of Fame. Um, he also had a, a really good NFL career. Um, I forgot. I want to say he played for he played for Carolina, Pittsburgh, Carolina. Carolina, Carolina. He had a great career in Carolina. That was where his career really took off. Yeah, and he also played for Pittsburgh too. I was at the tail end though. Oh yeah, yeah, true. That was the tail end. His his career, his because he played in the Super Bowl, the the infamous Janet Jackson Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. A lot of people forgot that Carolina was in that Super Bowl. A lot of people forget that was a Super Bowl. <laughs> but we'll never forget Janet Jackson. Of course. Oh, Gabe, as always, I, I really appreciate when you come on the show. I know that you've got a very busy summer with basketball, being the head coach at Ezell Harding Christian High School. I know, is your basketball team doing any uh, summer summer league games? Because I know Russell County girls basketball team right now are playing other high schools in a summer league, kind of like the NBA summer league. So we're not doing. Uh, we're doing. We, we're doing team camp. We just uh, finished our first team camp uh, yesterday. We went to Middle Tennessee State yesterday, and uh, uh, I'm sorry, not yesterday. We finished yesterday. We have been there since Monday. We played nine games, um, and we picked up. We went seven and two. Not bad. A um, lot of growth. Uh, the girls. The girls grew a lot. Um, in those nine games, and we we generated a lot of noise, 
lot of lot of lot of noise, both positive and negative. But we're 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 coming on the scene pretty good. So we're we're excited. We uh we they have the rest of the week off and then Monday we go um we play three games Monday uh at in Lebanon, Tennessee, at Lebanon High School, and then uh Monday and Tuesday, and then we play like simulated games Thursday and Friday. So we're 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 excited. It's a it's a great day to be a Lady Eagle and be a part of the Isaiah Harden program again. Oh, that is awesome, Gabe, and just a great job, and good luck the rest of the way. And I know that you're going to do great as the head coach at Ezell Harding. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right, that was Gabe Reynolds on the show today on a Thursday. And, yes, this show is Thursday. He's normally my Friday guest. But thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope everybody has a great rest of your week, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdred. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdred. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved.